Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Destructive floods. We didn't have no time to get nothing out of it. I lost everything. GOP blocks health coverage. There are going to be veterans die between now and when this bill passes. Baby boomers suddenly homeless. They've increased the rent above what I even earned for a given month. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. More rain is in the forecast for parts of eastern Kentucky torn up by flooding after heavy downpours. At least eight people are dead. Dozens have been rescued. Thousands are without power. Mike Seidel from our partners at the Weather Channel is in Garrett, Kentucky this morning. Floodwaters tore through here so violently and quickly, residents, many of whom are still recovering from the last flood, barely had time to get out. I lost everything. Twice. Mm -hmm. This makes twice that I've lost everything. The heavy rainfall and rising waters washed away homes and submerged entire towns. Deborah Refford has lived in Garrett, Kentucky since 1966. I've never seen it this high. It's just sad. It's just sad to imagine the devastation and just the loss. With more rainfall expected over the weekend, Kentucky's governor warned residents of more potential destruction. This is an ongoing disaster that continues to put people in danger. Our death toll is growing. Another storm moved through the St. Louis area yesterday, prompting additional rescues on flooded streets. Authorities say two men drowned in the earlier storm. The Weather Service says that Tuesday rain was the most prolific in 150 years of local record-keeping. And in Las Vegas, some casinos took on water after a strong thunderstorm dumped a lot of rain. Now to Washington, where a bill to help more than 3 million veterans who were exposed to burning toxins was blocked in the Senate by 41 Republicans. CBS's Catherine Herridge says that sparked an angry reaction. They haven't met a veteran they won't screw over. Comedian and veterans advocate John Stewart voiced personal anger and frustration as the effort to advance bipartisan burn pit legislation failed. They're not on Senate time. They're on cancer time. The bill would cost an estimated $180 billion over the first four years, expanding health care and disability coverage benefits for nearly two dozen illnesses. Army veteran Mark Jackson was exposed to military burn pits in Afghanistan. The ash from the burn pit would fall kind of like snow onto your skin and into your eyes. Jackson shared his long list of medical issues, including anemia, osteoporosis and thyroid disorder. I don't care if it costs twice as much as the wars that we fought because they need to budget for the peace, just like they budget for the war. In June, the bill had bipartisan support. The motion is not agreed to. But by Wednesday, 25 Senate Republicans changed their vote to no, raising concerns over how the money was budgeted, arguing it could be spent on programs unrelated to veterans in the future. Chinese officials today repeated warnings issued yesterday after President Biden's call with China's president, saying those who play with fire will perish by it, It comes as House Speaker Pelosi considers a visit to Taiwan. 
The House panel investigating the Capitol attack has questioned former Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. And CBS's Cammie McCormick reports the committee's also interviewed former Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney. Mulvaney was Trump's Chief of Staff until 2020. He testified about using a chorus approach when he was on the job to get the former president's attention on a topic, enlisting even Trump's family members to help, and of reaching out to the White House on the day of the Capitol riot to stop the violence. He later resigned as Special Envoy for Northern Ireland. Ireland. He's now a CBS News contributor. Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said today he is open to a phone call with Secretary of State Blinken to discuss a possible prisoner swap. Russia and Ukraine have each accused the other of shelling a prison that's said to hold dozens of Ukrainian prisoners of war. It's believed more than 50 people were killed. 9-11 families say they're outraged the new Saudi golf tour is playing an event this weekend in Bedminster, New Jersey. Janlyn Scouso lost her husband at the World Trade Center. 50 miles away from ground zero. It's so distasteful and it's so hurtful. And these golfers, they're taking blood money. The FBI says there's evidence two Saudi officials provided support to at least two of the hijackers. 15 of the 19 were Saudi nationals. The event is at former President Trump's golf club. Nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately. San Francisco's mayor has declared a state of emergency over a monkeypox outbreak. The city has 281 known cases and is short of vaccine. As more people struggle to make ends meet in a time of soaring inflation, many of the newly homeless are baby boomers. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. 65-year-old Maria Negrete, her daughter and granddaughter, live in their car on the streets of San Diego after losing their jobs and getting evicted from their apartment. Everything's so expensive, like gas, the rent, everything. Negrete is among one of the fastest-growing groups of homeless, baby boomers. Many, like her, worked low-paying jobs and had no savings to fall back on when times got tough. Teresa Smith started Dreams for Change, an organization that helps the homeless by providing jobs and safe parking for those with cars. We hear the same story over and over again. I've lived in this place 10, 15 years, and now I have to move because they've increased the rent above what I even earn for a given month. The number of homeless people over 55 is expected to spike to 225,000 in the next four years nationwide, up from 170,000 in 2017. That's a 32% jump. Workers at a Trader Joe's store in Hadley, Massachusetts, have become the first in the company's chain to form a union. Similar efforts are underway at locations in Minneapolis and Boulder, Colorado. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is $1.1 billion, the third largest lottery prize ever. All of that money, you could do so much with it. Buy my son a house, my daughter a house. (laughs) I'm not going to spend a billion dollars, I'm sorry, but I can give it away to a lot of good organizations. Beyonce fans have hit the lottery. Her first album in six years is out. It's called Renaissance. Jem Aswad of Variety Magazine says it's an ambitious 16-track collection. The album's pretty amazing. It's what you'd expect, but, you know, there's some edges in there as well, but there are a lot of dance floor songs, and there are a couple of housey, disco-y songs. Beyonce has indicated that Renaissance is the first of three acts in a project she recorded during the pandemic.
There's a warning for people planning to attend a big music fest this weekend. All right, Chicago! Chicago's message to Lollapalooza attendees, know what's in your drugs. Chicago's health department has posted online alerts warning fans that fentanyl can easily cause an overdose and is found in many drugs. At the weekend-long music festival, anyone can pick up fentanyl test strips at no charge, and being handed out are free doses of Narcan, which can reverse an overdose. Chicago Department of Public Health Commissioner Dr. Allison Arwitty. Every year, Lala is a surge of people into emergency departments, especially young people in Chicago, because they've experimented um, at a time when we really just want people to have fun, but have fun safely. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. Instagram says it's going to pause new features that critics in an online petition say are simply trying to mimic TikTok. That's the World News Roundup. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.